I'm Hope. I'm Keisha. And we are That Smutty Boy Club. I'm back. I'm back. It's good. Everything's back. melting, so. Yes. It's raining right now, isn't it? It's been raining all week. It's awful. It's like foggy. It's all <clears> the <throat> outside. Like, it is so foggy out. Like, the roads were, like, it was, no, the roads weren't bad, but the fog was bad on yeah. the roads. We went to babysit last night, <coughs> um, my godson, in Peoria, and... Mm. It was awful. Mm-hmm. Like, I had like maybe 10 feet visibility last night coming oh, yeah. at like 10 o'clock. Well, so, my, I cannot, like, every now when I drive, I get really nervous. Tuesday, I almost went in the ditch. So, I was on my way to class, and I hit a slick spot, and I started going in the ditch. And I was like, I should be a race car driver, or and one of those stunt drivers or whatever, because I handled that really well. I was like, I'm very traumatized about it, but... Okay, so I don't know if I've ever told you a story, but there was one time... Okay, so I used to work for... It was called Vantel Pearls. It was like an MLM. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Okay, anyways. Um, but anyways, I used to do, like, I used to sell pearl jewelry. And one time, I had a pearl party coming up, and it was, like, on Facebook Live. Not my best moments in life, but, like, I did it, and it was fun, and I loved it. Money is it's fine. Um, but I didn't have any oysters, mm-hmm. and so I had to drive to Iowa, because this is when we lived in Galesburg at college, I had to drive to Iowa, so you have to, you have to cross the Mississippi River, mm-hmm. and it's like a pretty big bridge, um, and get some oysters, and it was snowing outside, and we were driving on the bridge, and some lady just comes flying up next to us, and Kim's like, she's gonna fucking crash. She is on her phone, goes and like turns and faces us on the bridge like she spins out and is like facing us on the bridge kevin turns on his blinker looks gets in the other lane and goes around her <clears throat> within like split seconds i'm like how did you do that he's like i don't know i just did it yeah how it's probably yeah his reaction time is insane i know i, I don't know if it's because like all those years of being like a catcher like you know like having to mm-hmm. pick up balls and stuff like it's freaking nuts i know i I was on the phone with Chris, and we were fighting, and I was like, fuck, 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 and he was like, what? And I said, hold on a fucking second, <laughs> I was mad, and then I got back in, like, in my lane, and I would have gone, like, there were guardrails on the side, but it was still, like, there were still deep ravines or whatever, mm-hmm. and so I was, like, very, like, scared, yeah. and then I was like, he goes, what happened? I said, I almost went in the ditch. I was like, Give me a second. And I was like shaking. My voice was shaking, and I couldn't Where get my words out. On Tuesday, to class. I had class all week. The roads weren't bad on Tuesday. They weren't terrible, but there were slick spots early in the morning. Yeah. So, so. we had great news and T appointment on Tuesday. Yeah, but like it was, this was like six thirty in the morning. So, yeah, um, no, his A and T appointment at like ten. So yeah. they had to put it off the road at seven. Yeah, this was like six thirty in the morning. So yeah. I had like a Kevin slick was spot. A snow plowing at that point. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, what time is Grace appointment? And we both thought it was at 1. No, no, it was at 2. <clears throat> um, so he's like, shit, I gotta leave Peoria now to get home to get you guys and then drive to Peoria. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's what we had on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, the cats got fixed. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So they're back to their recovery away from each other. Buzz should be fine now. Yeah. But Arlo has like seven more days that she can't be around Buzz. Yeah. Yeah. But they did good. Her incision looks good. I haven't looked at his. I don't know if he had. I mean, obviously he has an incision, but I don't mm-hmm. know where it's at. I haven't looked. You won't be able to see it. That's what I thought. Yeah. No, you won't be able to see it. I just... I don't know. Jack still, Jack still looks like he has balls because he had big balls, but... Buzz did too. I was like... I'm just not working. Okay, anyways. We can talk about books now. Yeah. <laughs> 
um, some disclaimers. Um, first off, this is a 18 plus podcast. If you are not 18 years or older, please leave. We will be talking about smutty books. Um, so we say words like cock and pussy and vagina and fuck and sex and clitoris and cum. <laughs> so yeah, um, if you don't like those, you might want to just just keep on going. If you're one of our family members, you might want to just get on out of here or something. Stop, Sierra. <laughs> Unless you're cool like Sierra. Um, but yeah, I was going to say something else, but now I forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I was going to announce something I had to make, but I don't remember. Not with me. I had something to say before. Yeah. I don't remember. We have three authors coming in February slash March area. I think we have two in March and one in February that I'm really, really excited about. Um, I'm very excited too. Oh, we finally did Christmas presents. We did. This is mine for all the for throat of glass people. If you can't, like thirteen. Um, if you are just listening, I got Hope a throat of glass shirt. I so the whole thing with Christmas presents. I ordered Hope a shirt, and it would have been here on time for Christmas. Mm-hmm. We we're gonna do Christmas presents. The shop closed down and like didn't ever send out my order. So or give her her money back. Yeah, so I had to like file a claim with Etsy. Etsy gave me my money back. It was fine. But then when I went to go find Hope another shirt, they didn't have the sweatshirt. And Hope, it gets hot blooded anyway, so she needed the t-shirt regardless. But yeah, and then green, right. green is Hope's color. And then Hope got me a spray that just a flame and uh, fire flame. And then a cup that says "Feeling Naughty." Feeling naughty. It's supposed to be for Christmas, and I was very excited about it because I was like, "Oh, this is like perfect. She could use this for my shelf." Yeah. I can put stickers in there, and because it's feeling naughty and Mm -hmm. naughty shelf, get it? Shelf of sweat. Because I also got myself one, so we have matching cups. Oh, so sweet. I know. And we decided to come together this week and do a series. Mm -hmm. I'm excited about it. I re-listened to the first two books. Um, late last year slash early this year so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're exactly as I remembered them. I still remember, I, I remember a lot of stuff from it. Yeah, I think I remember, I don't know why I remember this book so much. I just do. Like, yeah, these I, I remembered this book more than I remember Madison Kate, because yeah. I honestly don't remember a thing about Madison Kate now. And you like, just reread it. And I just reread it. I don't remember a thing. <laughs> okay, so we're doing Kings of Quarantine, which is like the brutal boys of Emma, like prep. Um, it's by, oh, mother, I didn't write that down. It's like Suzanne or Sue Ann. It's like two authors, Peckham mm-hmm. and <clears throat> there's two authors. Mm-hmm. Veronica, I don't know her last name. Is it Kings of Quarantine or Kings in Quarantine? Kings of Quarantine. And it is Caroline Peckham and Suzanne Valentine. Oh, so there's not a Veronica. Valentine. Okay. No. But there is a Valentine. Okay. But yeah, so it's two authors. Um, they're known to be like, I think they're called like the Twisted Sisters or something like that. I, I think know. I've heard them as referred to. I could be totally wrong. I have but one highlight from this book. I don't have any. So I don't have any quotes to talk about. Apparently I do, but I don't. Yeah, I don't have any quotes because I read this back in 2020, guys. Like it's been, it's been a minute. It's been four years. Um, so I mean, probably, probably not because I probably read it like end of 2020, mm-hmm. not beginning of 2020. I have another highlight. Actually, I know. I remember. I remember. I read it summer of 2020. It's the same thing. Apparently, I don't know if I typed it in. 
but yeah, so it's been quite a while since I've read these books, um, and I've listened to them probably, like, all together twice, but two to three-ish times. I've never, I've only read them, fit like, not physical copy, but on my Kindle once, um, and then I've listened to them two or <coughs> three times. Um, I like, I'm so sorry for this cough. It will not go away. That's how I was. That's how I was. It, I don't know what it is. Every time I breathe in, it feels like something's, like, flapping in my chest. Yes. Like, yes. And I didn't have COVID <clears> or anything. Yeah. I was like, Kevin, do I need to, like, go and get on, like, albuterol? Because, like, I could, like, it, I could feel, like, it tightening my chest. Like, it mm -hmm. felt like I needed to have, like, a breathing treatment. There was one. To, like, get it, like, worked out. <clears throat> so, I got my CPAP. Uh -huh. And I've been using it. And it's helped. I could tell a difference because um, I woke up the other morning and my mask was off my face. So I must have like take, and it's hard to take that mask off. Like it, it doesn't really come off because I have it so tight that yeah. it won't. But I must have literally grabbed it and went. So sorry, I have my whole lashes under. Kicks on every Saturday. I'm so sorry. But um, I woke up and I was so tired on my way to work. I was like, or on my way to classes. It's like I should not be driving. I this feels dangerous. Like I was, I was so tired. Yeah. But Gertie has to get some sleep then. I woke up the other night, a couple nights ago, and I had the mask on, but I was like struggling to breathe. I was like trying to cough, but I couldn't cough. Or like and I was like <laughs> trying to take like deep breaths. Did you hear that though? Mm -hmm. That like wheeze. Yeah. That's <clears throat> I don't know what it is, but. I'm now slowly on like the up and up. I haven't been coughing as much. Mm. It's gotten a lot better. I like, finally feel like I can take a deep breath without it like rattling in my chest. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like. Yeah. It's so weird because like you can literally hear my chest. It like feels so heavy and pressurized. Mm. Yeah. <coughs> anyway. So um, if you don't know, if you haven't listened to any other episodes, and I've mentioned this, I'm a photographer, and I like to listen to audiobooks when I edit because obviously I can't be watching anything because I have to be like looking at my screen editing what I'm like editing and so I like to listen to audiobooks when I edit because especially audiobooks that I've already read because then I don't necessarily have to focus on the storyline mm -hmm. as much um so I've done that with Kings of Quarantine and Rising Cape quite a bit yeah. those are like my two favorites to like re-listen to because they're sh mighty spicy mine is Quirk Turns of Roses by Graphic Clearly and I downloaded Fourth Thing so the first part of Graphic Audio came out, and it's so good. But I don't like the voice for uh, Taran, which is the dragon. But I found this guy on TikTok, like his video popped up, and his voice is exactly what I imagine Taran is. Like, let me just play this for you. saying the name right because it sounded weird but 100% I was instantly I was like oh. I listened to it in the car like I was sitting in my car at one I was like can and I like be this, attracted to a dragon <laughs> like this like the surround sound it like vibrated my whole car when he went like the yeah mm, and I'm like but he's had a face I was like well 
I am attracted to cartoon <laughs> characters. What's a dragon gonna do? <laughs> Um, so there's four books. There is Kings of Quarantine, <clears throat> Kings of Lockdown, Kings of Anarchy, and then Queen of Quarantine. It follows five people, St. Blake, Cayenne, Tatum is the female, and then Nash slash Monroe. Um, his name is Nash, but they also call him Monroe. I think Monroe might be his last name. Yes. Maybe, or is that the, like, the secret name that he goes by? Because he like changed his identity because of Saint's dad. Maybe. I think that's a fake name that he goes by. Monroe, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyway, so Monroe slash Nash is a teacher at um, Everlake Prep. Um, and so it is in high school, but like it doesn't necessarily feel like high school. No, it feels like a college yeah. more than anything. Yeah, it's like a prep school. Um, and they don't, it, they don't seem super young. So no. like I was okay with reading it. Like normally I would not be like into high school at this age. Like mm-hmm. maybe back when I was in high school, I would have read like high school romance. But like it, at this age, just, it just feels weird. Yeah. But the, this book just felt like it was college Yeah, it does not feel like high school, I promise. If you are willing to give it a try, it is so freaking good. Like, so good. I want to get a, I want to get the books on my shelf. And mm-hmm. then I want to get, like, a stuffed squid to put next to it. Because, like, if you know, you know, like, Tatum said um, Saint squid emojis. And Saint's like, what the fuck does it mean? And Saint's, like, so pissed off. Because Saint is, like, one of those, like, characters that needs everything in order. Everything has to happen at a certain time. And, like, if it doesn't happen at a certain time, like, he goes ballistic and, like, gets so mad um so she sends him like a squid emoji like randomly and then all of the guys like fuck with him by sending him squid emojis because and do we know what it means no, no not a clue no it's just like it's just a joke it, yeah it's just to like I, see, off. I feel like there is a hidden meaning behind it yeah we just didn't pick up on it maybe yeah but do you want to tell him about your blanket oh yeah this is yeah this has uh the squid on it from king's quarantine so this is like um, a collab with Monkeroos and Fit Teacher Rachel, which if you don't know who Fit Teacher Rachel is, I don't know why you're even listening to this podcast, no, I'm just kidding. Um, she is a bookstagram influencer, slash just an influencer in general, um, and she did this collab with Monkeroos, and it's like, it was called, I don't know what it was called, Reading is My Jammies, that's what it was called. Um, and so I have matching pants to this, and Grady has a matching, or he used to, he doesn't fit into it anymore. Um, like zippy, um, Do like not throw it because when I have a baby. Oh, I'm keeping it for the next one, and I think Grady has like a two piece set, mm-hmm. but then I got this blanket too. Um, and it's like the bamboo material, it's like the new thing. Um, that's all Grady wears at night is bamboo pajamas, and it's ridiculous. And they're expensive, I know, but I don't care, they're soft. That's fine. I tested Chris, hopefully, he brings me water. I need some water. <clears throat> Anyway, um, do you want to pull up the synopsis on your phone? I already had it up. Okay. It's a long synopsis. Yeah, it is. Do you want me to read it? Or do you uh, want to read it? That's okay. I can, okay. I can try. <laughs> okay, but some like tropes. It's reverse harem. Why choose? High school. Yeah, reverse harem. Why choose? They say, they say reverse harem in the book, so I'm just going to use that. Um, dark romance and light bully romance. And then some trigger warnings. It's violent, death, bullying, attempted rape, kidnapping. Um, if like COVID is a trigger for you, maybe not read this book because it's kind of based on COVID-ish. Is there an essay in it? I don't believe so, but there's like talk of attempted. Mm-hmm. There's a stalker. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Abuse. I know there's physical abuse. Yeah. I can't remember like what other ones there are. Yeah. Um, but like, so it, there's like a virus going around. It's called the Hades virus and um, it's kind of like COVID. Um, so if, like, maybe if that's, like, a trigger for you, maybe just, like, don't, like, read this one, but, um, I really liked it. And I read it during COVID, like, during lockdown, and I still really liked it. Fucking Goodreads, dude. <clears throat> I know, it's the worst. I love Goodreads, but, like, fix your shit. 
hopefully read the synopsis and we'll kind of go into like what we remember of the book we won't give any like obviously main spoilers away or anything like that um we never do but we'll talk about it and like i said i don't have any quotes for you guys this time but it is it's pretty spicy okay anyway so cruel heartless quarantined the ruthless boys of everlake prep never saw lockdown coming but the virus isn't their number one enemy i am and as if being confined to a boarding school for the elite wasn't bad enough, now I'm stuck in isolation with the boys who hate me most, too. St. Ka- you say Cayenne? Mm-hmm. Cayenne and Blake, the Night Keepers, or so they call themselves. They embodied the Native American legend, which lives in this valley, talking or taking on the role of the monsters who lurk in the forest. And though they act like beasts, they may also... Be... The, I, that must be be the... Because it's, it's one word. Be the most tempting creatures I've ever seen. With the virus escalating and my dad's name splashed through the news, my entire world is falling apart. What he did has cast a dark shadow over me, and the Night Keepers want, want to make me pay for his crimes. Then things went from bad to worse when I touched the sacred rock, a rock which supposedly holds a curse to bind me as the Night Keeper's slave. And as crazy as it sounds, I decided to play it on. Because there are things about me they don't know, Things my dad has hidden from me for years. All I can be sure of is that I have to find ways to a way to escape this school. But until then, those savage boys are making my life a living hell as the virus sweeps through the country and the world twists into something ugly and unknown. The kings of the school become true monarchs. Even the teachers bow to them now, and I'm kind of glad that stay six feet away from one another rule because without it, I know they'd rip me apart. At least there's a silver lining. I'm cosping up to Coach Monroe... Which cozying, not cosping. Cozying up to Coach Monroe, my hot as hell brooding PE teacher who has a vendetta of his own against the Night Keepers. And with his help, I may succeed at doing more than escaping the clutches of these heartless friends or fiends. I might even destroy them along the way. My father has taught me how to be strong, how to prepare for the end of the world. So this isn't going to be the end of my world, mark my words. But I am able to use my mind and body to bring these assholes to their knees. It might just be the end of theirs. This is a high school bully RH series off with off the charts dark themes and is not for the faint of heart. Prepare to enroll at Everlake Prep. Bring your hand sanitizer, face mask, and toilet paper to barter with, but don't expect to hold on to them for long because it's time to into time to go into quarantine with the night keepers and everything you own now belongs to them. Okay, so Tatum's dad is a virologist, <coughs> um, and he knows like something is happening, but doesn't they say like in the first book, everyone thinks that Tatum's dad is the one that released the virus, but he didn't. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a spoiler, I guess. But, I mean, come on. Um, yeah, we're going to so, be talking about spoilers from here on out. It's, like, kind of spoilers, but we're not going to give, like, the main things away. Like, I'm not going to tell you who the stalker is. I'm not going to, like, do that kind of stuff. But, like, a little I bit. Don't even, I don't think I remember who the stalker is. I do. I might, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. It's kind of a twisty one. Yeah. Um, and so her dad drops her off at Everlake Prep and is like, listen, like, you can't go with me anymore because her dad, like, they, like, moved all over the country and her sister passed away, um... From the virus, right? From the vaccine. Oh, from the vaccine. So, what happened was her dad... Oh, I remember. ...gave them the vaccine before, mm-hmm. and that's why she has that rose-shaped, um... Scar. ...on her arm, because what the Hades virus does is it covers your entire body with a scar, 
or like with um like a rash and they're rose shaped rashes like all over mm-hmm. your body and so when you get the um vaccine. virus or the vaccine it's um I guess a rose shape I don't know how that works but anyway mm-hmm. so she has like a rose shaped scar on her arm but her sister died from adverse reactions to the vaccine um and her, Tatum's mom like left a long time ago so it's just Tatum and her dad and um he dropped her off at the school and she ends up hooking up with Blake because she has to get like inducted into like the circle like if you're not one of like the circle then you're like a nobody um and then if you're under the nobodies they're the unspeakables and you're not allowed to like talk to them you're not allowed you have to call them by a certain name so like one of the guys punched Blake his name Mm -hmm. is Punch um one of the girls um like pooped on I think it was like cayenne shoes or something or Blake's or it was cayenne or Sage shoes and they call her squits like there's like certain names that they have and like Tatum at one point she was an unspeakable and she was called um oh goodness what was it And so, like, they give them names, and she's not allowed to be called Tatum anymore, and she has, like, limited menu. Like, the nightkeepers, like, run the school. Like, not the teachers. Like, they run everything. And so, when Tatum Tatum hooks up with Blake, and they have, like, a great time, great sex, but then the next morning, Blake gets a call from his dad saying that Tatum Rivers' dad released the virus. So, Blake's mom died from the Hades virus, and they weren't able to go and see her because, obviously, she's in quarantine and so like it really rips Blake apart that his mom passed away from the virus and then so now they want to get revenge on for Tatum. on Tatum but like for her dad's doing but it's not really her dad's doing yeah. um and so like you go through this like whole series of like first they hate her and then they like want to protect her and so they make her touch the stone mm-hmm. and then slowly that becomes like an infatuation and then like love um and so but like Nash Monroe, whatever his name is, whatever they want to call him, has his own vendetta against Saint and his dad. Um, so this is like kind of a spoiler alert. So like just like spoiler alert. Skip. Nash, his mom, and maybe his brother or sister. I think it was his sister. They have a car accident, and it's Saint Memphis's dad that killed them from drug and joke, and he got away with it because he's the senator of Sequoia, which yeah. is like the state that they live in. I guess. This is like based in Canada, isn't it? I don't know. Honestly. It might be, but any but like Sequoia is not a thing of Canada. I don't know. It sounds like a Canadian place. <laughs> Sorry, to I Canadians always, that listen. <laughs> I always pictured it as like Washington area. Well, that could be, yeah. Like tall trees, rain all the time. Like oh, I like the Sequoia why, trees or whatever. Yeah, like that's why I pictured like Washington. Twilight. Washington, Oregon. <laughs> yes, like literally Twilight. Yes, um, and so like, yeah. Anyways, it's like fi- it's like a fictional world, but yeah. Sequoia. He's like the senator of Sequoia. Saint's dad is, and so he got away with everything, and they never. And they told Nash that his parent, his mom died because she was driving drunk, and like she would have never. Yeah. Um, and so Nash has his like own thing against Saint's dad, and he's trying to like avenge her death, and like but take it out on Saint because mm-hmm. that's the way he knows how and, like, how he can get to, like, the senator. Um, and the thing about, like, Saint's dad, he doesn't give a fuck what happens to Saint. No. He doesn't care. No, he's an asshole. And, yeah. like, you'll figure out, like, he's, like, like just, like, a manipulative, like, awful, awful guy. Yeah. Um, more stuff, like, comes out and, like, Saint eventually starts to, like, hate his dad and, like, takes Nash's side and, like, Tatum's side and they, like, 
try to get in touch with her dad and yada 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 and yeah. Anyways, it was really, really good. We're gonna text Kevin because Chris is not texting me back. But I this was my second reverse Hiram Why Choose book. Um, my first was Madison Kate, and this was my second, and it was so freaking good. There's no MM in it, um, if you were wondering. There are, like, scenes, obviously, where they're all together, but there's no, like, MM, MM within those scenes. Mm -hmm. um, who's your favorite? Monroe. Same. I love him so much. I don't know why, but, like, it's, I just have such a soft spot for him. Literally. I would say Monroe, Blake, Saint, Kyan. Mine was Monroe, Kyan, Saint, and then Blake. Okay, so like Saint is like the leader, mm -hmm. um, but Blake, if you told Blake and Kaya that, they would like literally tell you to shut the fuck up because they absolutely hate that Saint's the leader. But Saint's the leader, he's orderly, needs everything in a specific spot, super OCD, yeah. um, and controlling. Blake is kind of like your golden retriever-esque, if you had to yeah. pick something. But he's like really pissed off at Tatum because he, in his mind, Tatum is the reason his mom died. Um, and so he, like, takes her out one night and wants to, like, shoot her and put her in a grave and, like, kill her, but he, like, refrains from it. And then Kyan is your, like, bad boy. You can come in. Maybe check your phone. The kid has it. The kid has it. <laughs> Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, and so Kyan is, like, your typical bad boy. He rides motorcycles, has tattoos, um, and... Traumatized. Yes. And like doesn't he sleep with a knife under his pillow too? Or yes. a gun or something? He is like if you like wake him up from his sleep, he's gonna like But he go also ballistic. is like he's like Chris, he talks in his sleep, he says the weirdest yes. shit when you start waking yes. up. Yeah. I remember something about a pineapple coming yeah. out of yeah, maybe, yeah. Um yeah, it's funny. I don't know. I just love these books so much and um like Chris was talking in his sleep the other night and I have a video of it and he was I'm like, who oh, are you making up with? Like, I have a video of the last two. Um, I, he goes, I am never sleeping again when I said it to him. And, like, he says more, but you can't understand. It's like he's talking sim. Yeah, Kevin, like, wakes up and says stuff, and you think he's awake, but he's not. Mm -hmm. we'll, we'll talk about this at the end, so that way if you guys want to skip, come back if you want to talk about sleepwalking and sleep talking. We'll talk about that at the end of the episode. Right now we'll talk about this book, and then you can skip that last part if you want to. But, um... <clears throat> so they're just I don't know these guys just meld so well together and it's so good and like it's heavy bully romance like if you like don't like when the main male character is a, like a complete dick to the female main character like these books will not be for you because no. they treat her like she's absolute scum at one point like yeah. they make her sleep in the bathtub they make her sleep in the bathtub they throw like fish stew on her mm -hmm. they only let her eat lettuce for an entire day like one single leaf of lettuce they like Saint, like, makes her wear, like, certain outfits, and, like, she has to They sleep. all have certain outfits for her. Yes, but, like, Saint did that first. Yeah. And, like, she has to be up at a certain time, she has to cook them breakfast at a certain time, she has to do this at a certain time, she has to look a certain way for Saint, and, like, has to be prim and proper. She and, has like, to be kneeling at his door, like, at 6 a.m. Yeah. yeah, and, like, yeah, it's just, <clears throat> it's a lot, but it's so good. I, there's just, it's just something about these boys. I don't know, they're just, uh, this is... I cannot, like, okay, five out of five stars. First book, I would say maybe too spice. Yeah, it's not spicy at all. No. But, like, the series in general, I would give it probably, like, a four. Yeah. 
Like, the, fir- the first book is always, like, not Yeah, spicy. I mean, there is, like, that scene with, like, Blake and her. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty descriptive. Like, when That's it's spicy, it is spicy. I'd say two. Yeah, and then it, like, slowly, progressively gets more and more, mm-hmm. obviously, as they fall in love with her. Like, but my, my Roman Empire with this book, there's two. The night someone chased her in the ruins underneath the where they live or yes. whatever and they find her or whatever that was the first book when so people break into the school and like start coming for the school because they know that the school has like supplies like toilet paper food all things yeah. and of course saint has everything in the temple they don't even know it's called the temple it's an old yeah. abandoned church and saint like makes it his house and so yeah. like the night keepers live in the temple like y'all remember when we had no toilet paper because everyone was worried they were going to run out of toilet paper saint takes all the toilet paper. It makes a toilet paper throne in the temple. Yes. So, I like to call him the toilet paper king. Yeah. Um. And so, yeah. So, people get into the school. The school's, like, gated. It's, like, a gated community. Yeah. Um. And people get down. And, like, one specific guy that she had seen one time when she went out of the school. Mm-hmm. When things are actually going on. With Kai and Chua, like, a fight night. Like, an underground fighting club that you're mm-hmm. not supposed to be in. It's, like, illegal. Um, but then that guy that she, like, fought. Or, like, you know... He got mad because he, he groped her and kind of, like, knocked him the fuck out or something like that. Yeah. Um, but he goes down, and so, like, underneath the temple is, like, caves. Not caves, but, like... The ruins. Like, they're, they're, they're tunnels. They're tunnels, yeah. Um, and it, like, leads you out to the lake um, and all underneath the temple. Yeah. And so Tatum is down there. It's dark. It's, like, all get out. There's dead bodies down there, like, in, like... It's, like, the burial or yeah, something. Yeah, it's, like, in, in catacombs. Cascade. Yeah, catacombs. That's what it's called. Catacombs, yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's, like, me- not metal, like, stone caskets, mm-hmm. and that's where, like, the dead bodies are. Yeah. And then, like, there are, like, those old metal doors, like, yes, the gates. bars. Yeah. They're and, like, gates, because, like, they're the old metal doors, but I don't know if they're... There are so- gates, because, um, Monroe's on one side, and Tatum's on the other, mm-hmm. and he's, like, trying to get to her. Yeah, and but this that's guy's the, coming out the big-ass the- door, yes. that's, like, the whole thing. Yes. But there is a gate to get in, too. Yeah. And then, like, um... The guy's coming out Tatum with a knife, and Monroe's, like, trying to get to her, and he can't, and then finally the night keepers come down, and then Tatum ends up killing the guy, and Kyan takes the knife and, like, stabs him, he's like, no, I killed him, and then Saint takes the knife and then stabs him, he's like, no, I killed him, and then Blake takes the knife and stabs him, he's like, no, I killed him, and then Nash takes the knife and stabs him, he's like, no, I killed him, and then they're like, well, Nash is now a night keeper, because there was four anyways, yeah. and so then they make Nash be a night keeper, um, and they all have night keeper tattoos, they have, like, an arrow on their back of their neck, but it's, like, mm-hmm. all different. And then, what's your other Roman Empire? It's kind of the same sort of thing. My parents. Oh, they are coming out here. Anyway, what did you say? What was your other Roman Empire? Um, the camp. On the mountain? Yes. yes. And how they break out or whatever. I don't know what it is, but there is something so inis- inexplicably. Is that what I'm trying to say? Maybe. I don't know. That word, everyone knows. Hot, just about them in that scene. I my, don't. One of my Roman empires is when I think it's like the first time they all have like a thing. It's like in the living room. Oh yes, love that scene. It's so hot. But then it got ruined with the stalker. So yeah, Tatum has a stalker. But anyway, so those are the books. I highly recommend. Obviously, Hope highly recommends. Like, if you guys like Reverse Harem White Shoes, and if you like darker, bully romance, mm-hmm. this is the book for you. So freaking good. And, like, and they're if you guys, So, if you guys have read Zodiac Academy, 
Carolyn Peckham is one of the authors, like, also on Zodiac Academy. So if you like her writing, you'll like this book oh, because... they're so good. It, and they're funny. Like, I find myself, like, chuckling when listening oh, to audiobooks sometimes. And, like, yeah. There is... I want, I want. I don't know if they have a special place in my heart because it was like one of my first books, like getting back into reading, or if they just really are just like that fucking good. They are that fucking good. I know they are. Because like, you're like, you texted me one day and you're like, you need to read this series. And I don't remember what I was reading at the time, but I literally stopped reading whatever I was reading and started reading. I was like, I love these books. Like, I don't, I, I, yes. They're <laughs> thick. They're like, they're like 800 pages, 700 mm -hmm. pages. Yeah, I think so. Now I kind of want to, like, reread them, though, but I'm, I'm reading, like, two books right now at once. Um, I'm, like, almost done with the book that I'm reading right now. It's an arc. I just got it yesterday. Mm -hmm. I have, like, 20 minutes left, and it's killing me not to read those 20 minutes. Yeah. I, Sarah J. Mass comes out this week, so I'm trying to finish Crescent City. I have so many books that are coming out like February-ish, so mm -hmm. like I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm so excited for Crescent City. I, so when I was scrolling on TikTok, there was this scene that popped up. Someone had like drawn like the scene or whatever. And the lady who does the audiobooks does really good and I want to listen to her because like graphic audio is going to be making them, yes. But like right now for Crescent City, they're not, they're, mm -hmm. it's not on their list. Um, so I really want to read them, or listen to them while I'm driving or whatever. But like she was talking, saying this scene or whatever, and I just started crying. I was like, I was gonna send you the Snapchat and be like, I forgot how emotionally destroying Crescent City is, because I'm not excited for this part. There's like a couple parts I'm not excited for Crescent City, but okay, now for the sleep talking bit. If you'd like to scroll past, go ahead. <laughs> uh. One morning, Chris, or one night, like, because Chris always falls asleep before me, because he falls asleep fast, like, instant, like, yeah, as soon as he puts his phone down, three minutes, max, um, he literally goes, you can't back up a fucking trailer, and he goes, just turn the wheel, and then there was, like, another night where he goes, we gotta do the wires, they're not that hard, and I'm like, what the fuck, he, so because he works on trucks and trailers, yeah. so he's still working at his dream. But he literally was like, I'm never sleeping again. Um, so I have a couple of Kevin. So one time in college, at our like first college at uh, Crossing Bird, <clears throat> he would come and stay with me all the time, like in my room. Like he never slept in his own room. We had apartments, kind of. Um, they're called the villas, and you had your own bedroom and bathroom, and then you shared a living space with a roommate or mm -hmm. three roommates. You could be in oh. a four bedroom or a two bedroom. Did you see that they're adding on to that college? Mm -mm. Yeah. I, I hear about it. it. I hear it in the uni meeting. I loved Carol Sandburg. I, if it was a four-year university, I would have stayed there all four years. I yeah. loved that school so much. The teachers there were fucking amazing. Yeah. I had a photography scholarship there that I absolutely loved. I got to take pictures of sports. It was so fun. I had the best time there. My, my second year there, I had some shitty roommates, but it's fine. But my first year, my roommate was super awesome. Yeah, they're building more onto it. Nice. Um, but anyway, so my first year of college, <clears throat> Kevin would come and stay with me, and... He was in baseball at Carl Sandburg, and so he would have like late nights, early morning lifting sessions, like hard practices, and so he was just a dog tired, and he was a catcher, and his freshman year he was the only catcher on the team, and so if you know anything about a catcher, you need time to rest your knees, and Kevin didn't have that because the one other catcher that was supposed to be there was ineligible, 
Um, and so it was just Kevin. And so he was dog tired. And um, there was one morning he like got up. It was like, I don't know, like two o'clock in the morning. And it was like in the middle of the winter. Yeah. And he like gets up and he's like, I gotta go to class. And I was like, <laughs> what? And he's like, I gotta go to class. And I was like, no, Kevin, it's 2 a.m. Like, get back in bed. He's, like, putting on his pants. He's, like, putting on his coat, buying his glasses. I'm like, Kevin, get back in bed. It's 2 o'clock in the morning. So then, like, a week later, it happens again. It's, like, 3 a.m. He wakes up. And I'm like, Kevin, what are you doing? He's like, I gotta go wash my plates. <laughs> I'm like, what? He's like, I gotta go wash my plates. And this time, I just let him fucking go. Because at this time, like, he had woken me up, like, five or six times, like, with some random action that he was saying. So this time, I was like... I was over it. I was like, okay. <coughs> he forgets his glasses. And I live on the second floor. He walks downstairs. He lives in the other building across. So there's like two buildings like this. You're on the far end and he's on the other end. Yeah. And so that was set up, uh, sophomore year. Freshman oh, year we were in like the same. But he oh, that's right. You were, yeah, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. That was on the second floor. He goes downstairs, makes it to his apartment, comes back up, starts pounding on the door. I answer the door. I'm like, what the fuck do you want? And he's like, I forgot my glasses. I was like, get the fucking bed. I'm so mad. And then sophomore year at Sandberg, Kevin got a little drunk, a little too drunk, and um, was laying in my bed, and I was still, like, my roommates liked to party my sophomore year, which was, like, fine, I didn't mind at all, um, and, like, I would go up there, but, like, I wasn't a big drinker, and I'm still not a big, like, I just don't really mm -hmm. like the taste of alcohol, um, and so, like, they would have parties, and I would be, like, the sober one, kind of, like, watching over the house, and then I would get up the next morning and, like, make sure everything was, like, cleaned up from the parties and stuff, because we would have, like, when I say parties, like, it was, like, wall to wall, we were packed in like sardines. We had the cops call us a couple times. We hid in the bathrooms. It's fine, you know, like the college experience. Anyways, um Kevin was in my bed and I went to go climb into bed and he like pushed me out of the bed. And he was like, no Kyrie, I don't want to sleep with you. I want to sleep with Calvin. Okay, first of all <laughs> first of all, Kyrie was a black man on Kevin's baseball team. <laughs> Do I look like a black man to you? No. Second off, Calvin was a high school guy friend of Kevin's. That we had they to, went like, to high school together. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't, like, they were, like, close, but, like, we hadn't seen Calvin in, like, two years. Yeah. I don't know why he wanted to sleep with Calvin. <laughs> he did not want to sleep with Kyrie. He thought I was Kyrie. And I was like, Kevin Wayne, this is my bed that you were sleeping in. I was like, so I will be getting in it. And if you don't like it, you can go to your room. And you can call Kyrie yeah. yourself. <laughs> I was so over it so over it and then there's like a couple times that like when we lived in indiana where he would like start talking and i like had recorded him so that's the weirdest stuff there has been a tough there was one time chris woke me up like he full-on went bam right into my face and i went and i was like i'm gonna hit you i'm gonna hit you so bad but you're sleeping peacefully and i'm being nice let's like i went freshman year freshman year sandberg kevin head butted me the first time I was just in the forehead, in his sleep. Like, we must have been, like, facing each other. He, like, I don't know how that happened. He headbutted me in my sleep. And then, the second time, he headbutted me in my nose, and he, like, woke up, and he was like, oh, sorry. I'm like, no, this is the second time you fucking headbutted me. I was so pissed. He was like, dude, I'm sorry. I was sleeping. There have been times where Chris and I have talked while he was sleeping, and I can't remember what was said, because it was, like, over a year ago. But, like, I just want to play these videos for you. It's going to be so bad that it, it's a good thing he doesn't listen to these. Let me...
Can you see me? <laughs> That was a, he hit my phone right there. Yeah, I have videos of Kevin sleeping. It sounds like Sim. sitting there and like <clears throat> I don't have my phone like all the time sometimes I'm bringing up my Kindle and all of a sudden he'll start talking and I'm like I got like two seconds left of this <laughs> and I try so hard to get my phone open so fast to take a yeah, video yeah no I've done that with Kevin I have yeah multiple videos of him sleep talking it's so funny um there was something else I was gonna say forgot I don't know because I still can't think of what I was gonna tell you when I got here I feel like there's more. There'll be times where I'm like, hey, Kevin, can you get up with the baby? Because, like, if you've heard anything, if you've heard me talk about my son, my son gets up, like, every hour throughout the night, okay? And we think that there's, like, you think, you think he has sleep apnea, so he has sleep sick. I mean, to ENT, he has plus three bilateral tonsils. Um, me too. So, he can't breathe. He has night terrors. He's 15 months, not even 15 months old, almost 15 months old. It's like, he mm -hmm. should not be waking up every hour throughout the night. So, there's a couple times where I ask Kevin to get up with him. And, like, I'll ask Kevin. I'm like, Kevin, can you get up? Can you get up with the baby? And they're like, no. And he doesn't know that he's telling me no. And he does, he will. Like, if he's fully awake, like, when I ask him, I'm like, hey, Kevin, get up, Grady. He'll instantly go under. He does not mind getting up, Grady, in the middle of the night. Mm -hmm. But there's been, like, a couple times where he's like, no. And I'm like, excuse me? And he's like, what would I say? I'm like, you just told me no. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'll get up right now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's what I thought. <clears throat> I'll beat you. I was like, I've already been up with him four or five times, and it's midnight, so it's your turn. <laughs> you may have work, but it's your turn. I try not to do it on the weekdays, or like if you're getting called out, I won't do it at all. Mm -hmm. But I do. <laughs> having so much fun. I do think I'm doing it on the weekends most of the time. Yeah. Last night he slept in the chair with Grady for like four hours. It was wonderful. So I got some sleep. It was good. I. I was gonna say something. What are you reading? I am currently reading two books, so I'm still reading Crescent City, and I'm also reading, because I started one on my phone, because I didn't bring a book to class at all this week. Um, he's not my type. By Megan Quinn? Mm-hmm. Let me know how you feel about it, because it's on my TBR. Yeah, so, it's part of the series, and I... Isn't it from the right name, right time? Yeah. It's like the second one of that? Or, no, it's, this is like the current one that she just came out with. There's more. Oh. Like, there's others in the series. Um, look it up. Where's my Goodreads? Read the synopsis. Oh, I remember what I was going to say now, guys. My original announcement. Um, we You're had... Pregnant. No. <laughs> I better not be. Um, no. We have an Amazon storefront now. And I get questions all the dang time about where these come from. These all came from Amazon, so they will be linked, or they are linked in our Amazon storefront, and I will share the links to our Instagram bio and our TikTok bio if you would like to go shop our Amazon storefront. You can get this pillow, you can get 
our stickers that we have. You can get any of the books that Hope and I have on our bookshelves. Um, that we've talked these. about. We have another pillow that I've linked. Um, I've linked, I can link like my office stuff if you guys want me to, like how I have like my office set up. So I, I linked like my bookshelves. I can link, link my office chair. I can link the printer that I use to print out my stickers. I print out my own stickers now. I'll show them to you. Mm -hmm. um, and my book journal and like book journaling stuff that I use. Um, all the bookish things I will link for you. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. That leg is cramping. That was my, that was my announcement. So, He's Not My Type is book four. There is Kiss and Don't Tell, those three little words, and Right Man, Right Time, and He's Not My Type. So, this one, this steamy, one-bed romantic comedy will bring all the laughs while making your cheeks blush at the same time. Sometimes the quietest are the most vocal. Word to the wise, never become roommates with a girl you've been pining over for the better part of a year. You're probably wondering why I would do so, no, or why I would do such a thing. Well, I didn't. It was my teammates. The moment they found out Blakely White was single, they took it upon themselves to play Cupid and instruct me on how I would, should win her over. Don't wear a shirt around her. Make her dinner. Lightly touch her shoulder when you say goodbye. I'm so flustered, so overwhelmed, so madly in love with this woman who barely notices me that I lose control of the situation and make one huge mistake. I offer to be her fake date for a wedding so she can make her ex jealous. That means for one whole night, I get a free pass with her. I get to hold her, dance with her, kiss her, stare at her from across the room like she's my entire world because she has been for months now. But when the night comes to an end, I'm faced with two options. Bring her back to my bedroom and show her how I really feel or let her walk away succumbing to the fact that I very well might not be her type. So I'm reading Stand at the Fen by Sloan St. James. It is an ARC copy, and I'm so thankful that I get to read ARC read for Sloan St. James. This is my second ARC read for her. Um, I read Grit in the Game by her last year. Um, what are you reading now? Stand and Defend. It's probably not on my currently reading because it's an ARC copy. Yeah. So you'll have to look it up. But it's like it should be on Goodreads. I think it comes out February 12th, but don't quote me on that. <clears throat> I will definitely post about it on the... Um, podcast instagram when it does come out because it is so freaking good um this is called the lakes hockey series by Sloan st james as also book four so this is book four yes um so we've talked about the first one on here which is before before we came which was lonan and birdie the second one is reese and um mickey and the second is vera and rally um, and this one is Fabuline. Also, did you ever notice that your icebreaker was missing for the longest time? Yes. Did you think I took it? Yes. I tried to spray the edges, but it wouldn't work. Really? Yeah. Aww. So I had to figure it out. Okay. I was like, I'm assuming that's my Christmas present, so I'm just not going to say anything so I don't ruin it. Because mm -hmm. I went to go read it one day and I was like, where the fuck is my icebreaker? And I was going to text her, I'm like, no, because it's probably my Christmas present, so I'm I, not going to. Yeah, so I tried to make it longer, but then the stickers would be too big for like the width. So then I would try and make it like smaller on the width, but then they look distorted this way. So I gotta figure out how to fix that. I might have to just add more. Um, so this one follows Camden or Banksy, which is what his teammates called him because his last name was Teller and so they called him like Bank Teller and then it went to like Bank and then Banksy. Um, so Jordana or Jordan or Jordana, however you want to say it, um, but he calls her Jordan. So Jordana or Jordana. I live my life. <clears throat> 
head over heart and rock, never rock the boat, which is how I wound up engaged to Brian Davenport, the biggest mistake I ever made. We were a power couple, but no one knew how cruel he could be behind closed doors. When I decided to leave, my fiancé shows just how ruthless he can be and sends me running to the last person I expected, his best man, Camden Teller. Camden Teller is a cocky, selfish, womanizing daredevil and my new favorite person. Who knew a bad boy would be a, such a good influence? For the first time, I'm breaking rules and living unapologetically. Our unexpected camaraderie quickly morphs into no-strings arrangement, which I don't mind because even though he's become my best friend, he'll never be my type. Camden, I may be the new Minnesota Lakes hockey captain, but I'll always be Banksy on the ice. Over my career, I've been countless fights being pr protective is part of my nature. So when the beautiful Jordana Landry shows up with nowhere to grow, go, I don't hesitate. Unfortunately, she's also sophisticated, polite, and educated, which would be fine, except I've got a corruption kink. The more we hang out, the closer we get, and the harder it is to resist each other until we stop resisting. I'll never sleep with the same person, woman, twice, but once with her will never be enough. However, it's not long before I realize she's not as innocent as she lets on. Jordan says I'm not her type, but she's exactly mine. Trigger warning, please check the trigger warnings before reading. Um, I don't really know if I know what the trigger warnings are. Um, oh, when do I go? February 12th. Yeah, February 12th is when it comes out. Um, some trigger warnings is there's just like a lot of kink, kinky stuff and then um, like <clears throat> abusive ex, cheating. Um, I'm literally currently reading this book and I can't think of all the trigger warnings, but her, abuse, her ex like abuses her and then cheats on her and um, then her and Banksy have some kinky, kinky sex with like some spitting and stuff. Mm -hmm. I didn't think I'd be into it, but I'm, I'm into it. I'm so glad that we can say whatever we want on the podcast and not get demonetized. I know. But anywhere else. Like Did you see my Instagram yeah. story the other day? I literally said Bex with a drooling emoji and it got violated on TikTok. Like I violated community guidelines. What? Whatever. Yeah, TikTok makes no sense. Just because you said dick piercing on one of our videos, it got yeah. like taken down. Not really, because I really like it, but still. Stop, child. I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed. But I've seen worse. I literally see, like, animals, like, attacking humans. Um, back when, like, not to get into, like, any politics or anything like that, but, like, back when, um... They were gonna ban TikTok? No. Um, when Russia was bombing, um... Ukraine? Ukraine. That's the word I was looking for. I would see, like, videos from, like, Ukrainian people, mm -hmm. and, like, bombs being dropped, like, miles, you could see the bombs being dropped, or they would show, like, dead people on the ground. Yeah. So that doesn't get any, which, like, I understand, like, it needs... Attention. Attention. But at the same time, like, you're allowed to show dead bodies, but I can't mm -hmm. say Bex with a drooling emoji, or dick piercings. Like, I've seen worse. Yeah. But TikTok makes no sense. Well, like, I understand the Ukraine thing, but... Yeah. Like, it definitely needs attention. Like, we need to know about it, and, like, we need to, like, obviously help them. But, like, but instead of, like, removing videos like that, put, like, a warning. Yeah. Like, say... Like, how you Facebook want, has yeah, like, like, warning. Yeah, like, see photo. Yeah. Or to be, like, continue watching, like, yeah. watch the video. Because, like, And I've there seen are, that on a couple yeah. of them, but, like, it's not on every of them. So, no. like, why can't you just do that to ours? Like, yeah. when I say dick piercing, like, say warning, like, mature content ahead. Bex. Yeah. 
it wasn't even on my video. It was on Kat Singleton's video because she was talking about black ties and white lies. And I was like, I bet, because he's fucking hot as shit. Mm -hmm. Like, St. Clair, like, come on. And I was, like, drooling over him. But it just emoji. And, like, that was banned. So, whatever. Who knows? Makes no sense. Nope. That's all I have for today, though. Me too. So, stay smutty. Bye.